0: Don't say guitar It's not your father's Christian in You are
1: running out of ideas Hey, what is that a reference to? Oh, no. oh, I don't, don't know, know. It's, it's, a it's, it's a It's a U2 song, song. Passer
2: Shane would like U2 He just he's <laughs> being edgy But not like U2 Kids like U2? <laughs> no oh. and not, not since... uh. Apple made us have the newest U2 CD. They did? Yeah, you don't remember that? It was forced on our phones? No, I don't remember. Oh, then it's on your phone right I now. I do, yeah. It's still, it's on, there. still on there. It's still on there. Is it? On. Yeah.
1: Wow. Amazing. So, hey, welcome to the, to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast, a Christian podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host, Shane. My co-host, Topper. Say, hey, guys. Hey, guys. And Eric, you what? know what? Topper and I have been talking, haven't we? Yeah, we've been talking a lot. You've been working so hard, and uh, and shut up. And as the host, you know we we like to reward hard work around here. Yeah. So we decided that we're going to. uh, What are we going to promote him to,
0: Topper? Well, um, we are going to promote you to senior intern. There you
1: go, senior intern. Congratulations. This
0: is a big. This is a big deal. This is this is a big deal.
1: You did it. Yeah. Congratulations, senior intern. We have to say
0: for yourself.
2: I hate both of you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing as senior intern. Yeah. First off, you can't promote me to anything. What? I'm the only intern, ah! technically. Yes!
1: What? Yes, you just said you're no, the only intern. No, I'm not intern. saying that I'm the only intern. I'm <laughs> just saying <laughs> no.
2: No. No, You just A said senior I'm intern. the only intern. A senior intern Woo! would mean that I have to, I'm over top of somebody, and you guys don't call me when I was an Topper. intern. I'm Topper. not even the intern. You just admitted he to being the did.
1: intern. You, you know, know what, like, Eric? We gotta take that senior title away. You're back to the regular intern. Yeah, because the senior oh, intern last... would have caught that. <laughs> it was
2: it was so great while it lasted. Yeah. Um, by the way, for people that are listening, I'm not in intern. Oh, well, I'm a host. Okay. Well. Um, it's about but, time it hey, came around. Oh, Shane, today. we don't yeah. have time to do this. Yeah, no time for dilly
1: dallying. We topper. don't have
2: time, guys. Come on. We had a lot to get to. Don't uh, distract me. Because
0: today, what we, top? What do we got today? Today. We are doing part two of the interview with Martin Camper. Yes. Um, Um, We kind of went into... uh, The first episode was more of like an introductory thing. We wanted to get his story. But this one, we've really kind of taken it to the next level. Got into the real (laughs) (laughs) nitty-gritty. I'm just kidding. No, we started asking... um, We just kind of followed up with some of of his stories and went just more in depth and kind of tried to get... A little more serious with our questions yeah. and everything so
1: and if you and if you hadn't had a chance to listen to part one of uh the martin interview then what are you doing listening to part two yeah dumb you're, you're an dumb. idiot yeah <laughs> idiot alert <laughs> yeah so go back and listen to to part one first um and uh, and then you can learn a lot about martin and um just him growing up and and uh and him Coming out to his friends and family around him, uh, some of his interaction with the church, and and his own testimony, and it has some really good stuff.
2: Yeah. I I actually enjoy part two a little more because we have because we he had to answer a little harder questions. Part one we didn't have to. Um, part one was more like Thomas said his story, but part two like he got into depth with um, coming out to his dad, which which wasn't easy and. Um, the different camps that that he finds up into all that stuff. So, um, in part two, I think is even better. If you like part one, then I think you'll really like part two. Yeah. So, with that, that's not we have this a long time, and we played a fun game with him. So, let's um, not dilly dally anymore. No right, more. Guys.
3: Okay, so let's get right to our interview with Martin Camper. So, when you're factoring Eric, uh-huh. uh, you have to remember PEMDAS. Okay. Parentheses. How do you spell that? P E M D A S. S, okay. And it's an acronym. It stands for What's parentheses. What's an acronym? Can you tell me acronym? <laughs> if I say that right, ac- ac- <laughs> and acronym. And we're back. Oh okay. no, welcome. Right. Hey,
0: welcome everybody. Back. Cut your math that lesson good.
2: short. <laughs> back to not your mama. <laughs>
1: yeah. So um uh so we have Martin back with us and um He's I- back.
2: he left. and yeah. Came back the next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did not leave. We're not doing the same thing. Nope, I promise. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I hope I hope everyone that's listening to had a, had a enjoyed part one like we did. we loved and if you one. didn't listen to part one go
1: back and listen to yeah it. then
2: stop listening yeah stop it and go back yeah. good
0: yeah so we wanted to continue with martin we still had some some things it was definitely um really eye-opening really interesting you know conversation we had we could the first really episode. talk about this for yeah we a, really long time, yeah. absolutely honestly so we definitely had some more questions and wanted to kind of piggyback okay. from where we left off mm-hmm. last episode so we kind of talked about some of the struggles that you may have had um you know, before when you actually when you ended up coming out. So, was there ever a time when you doubted your faith uh, solely based off of kind of your sexual
3: orientation or your decision to come out? Yeah, the interesting answer for that is for me personally, not really. And I don't want to say mm-hmm. that um, faith wasn't difficult for me. I definitely think you know, kind of struggling, especially when I thought homosexuality was a sin. You know, kind of struggling with that belief was difficult, you know, kind of wondering why me, God, you know, um, I'm praying, praying away to gay, which, you know, I definitely tried. <laughs> yeah. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> God, I promise, you know, if I do ABC thing, yeah. you know, I'll yeah. never, you know, Bargety. whatever. Bargaining, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I but I didn't, I don't think I ever questioned. Um, and I really think that has to do with my background. Um, so, you know, I went to Chapel with um, Eric and Shane, And, you know, I would say a pretty conservative Mm -hmm. church politically, theologically, Uh, but my own church background was somewhat the opposite. Um, I went to a traditionally black church and uh, that was politically liberal. Um, In fact, the pastor would often uh, denounce Bush from the pulpit. (laughs) Uh, Is he still a pastor? (laughs) He, I think he is. I think he just celebrated some big anniversary. I wonder what he's saying about Trump. (laughs) I can only imagine. can only imagine. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, I kind of, you know, in my high school years, I kind of had this uh, opposing views of, you know, how the Bible plays out into our lives. And I realized was, gosh, I mean, the people I go to school with, my teachers that I look up to, they really do seem to be Christians. And then also the people in my church and my pastor, you know, people I look up to also seem to really be following Jesus. And so I think, you know, that showed me that there was something deeper mm-hmm. than kind of these opinions, which, which change, right. Which are diverse. And so I think I carry that in with me to, uh, you know, thinking about my sexuality and faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, were
0: there, um, were there any specific relationships that, that were hurt or, you know, in the process of all this going on, uh, you know, throughout the years, did anything were there yet? Yeah, did you, were there any relationships that were hurt?
3: Yeah. Um, actually now I, I'm thinking, now I'm thinking of a couple, uh, <laughs> uh, and I think, you know, I just kind of have blocked them out. I haven't thought about them in a while. I would say that most, you know, kind of in the foreground of my mind is my relationship with my own. Uh, father whom I love dearly and who I you know sincerely believe loves me dearly um, but I think for us you know perhaps not going into too many of the details I think when I came out I think that was really difficult for the two of us I think you know uh, for him to have his oldest son you know who he kind of had these big dreams for you know finding out that I was gay that I was you know living a life of sin right for him, uh, was very difficult. I think uh, it, it was very hard. Uh, I think it may have been difficult for him to know how to still love me with that belief, um, and you know how to love me but still be faithful to what he, you know, thinks the Bible teaches. You know, which I actually admire. I think that that's, um, I I don't want to you know kind of say that that's a bad thing. I think that that's a good thing. I admire that you know he has endeavored to do that, and I think for me. You know, With his kind of non-acceptance of that part of my life, I think that was hard to kind of figure out, you know, uh, uh, does my dad really truly love me? Um, you know, uh, why doesn't he want to meet my, you know, boyfriends? Like, it doesn't mean that he's saying that it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, does that mean that he's not going to come to the wedding or that, you know, uh, he's not going to be a part of our lives? You know, uh, I think all those things are really difficult. Um, but for me, and, I, and our relationship has gotten better, you know, um, I saw my family. I saw my dad over the weekend and, you know, it was good. This issue actually came up, actually, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, somewhat coincidentally. And, you know, he you know, insisted that the Bible was against it, which was fine. But it didn't. I think when we used to have those conversations, it was difficult for me. Like it was very painful. And I think part of it was that I, I saw a traditional belief about you know homosexuality as a kind of moral failing you know that's you know that's kind of where I came from and last summer that changed for me I was um stumbled upon this guy uh his name is Stephen Carter um you may have heard from him he's uh, a prominent uh kind of uh, legal theorist is the right word but you know he's at Yale if I'm not mistaken Uh he's in their law school you know um he was uh he did the oral history for Thurgood Marshall actually um, and so I was watching and I was really fascinated by him you know he was African-American he was intellectual he wrote for Christianity Today you know just a very interesting uh, a, a man a man of faith and uh, he was doing this lecture at I think it was at Yale I can't remember but some student group asked him to talk about you know doing the oral history of Thurgood Marshall and he said one of the things that struck him about that interview was you know, when he asked Thurgood Marshall, you know, what was his relationship like with, you know, kind of these white segregationists um, who were, you know, actively fighting against his rights as an African-American, he said, you know what? He said that he actually was friends with them. Thurgood Marshall said he was Hmm. friends with these people. He said that, you know, he went on picnics with these men and their families. Um, They would have, you know, drinks together. They would play cards together. And, you know, for him, the fact that they believed this particular issue, even though it affected him personally, it didn't change the fact that they were still human beings, you know, mm-hmm. who were deserving of grace and love and were deserving of relationship. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of blew me away. I was just like, gosh, you know, um, Man, if someone can have a relationship, you know, in the 1960s, yeah. who's black with, you know, these white people who are actively led trying to legislate, you know, yep. against him. Wow. That just seems to me a great testament of Christ's love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think I had this dawning that, hey, wait a second, maybe I've you know, my reaction to people who disagree with me on this issue has actually not been the best and that, you know, there's maybe some way I can grow. And so after that, I kind of had this about face, and uh, it really made a difference. Not only do I think um, I'm able to have a better relationship with my father, but I think other people in my life, especially people from kind of high school and earlier times who I had traditional views and mm-hmm. still have them, you know, I, I kind of, I do have to say, I kind of distanced myself from many of them, mm-hmm. you know, when I was coming out, when I was, you know, as. A lot of people say reconciling my faith in my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, I distanced myself from them, um, in some cases, really painfully. There was this one teacher I had, who uh, died uh, kind of suddenly um, from cancer, and he and I, you know, were close in high school, and I knew that he, you know, was against homosexuality, and so I just kind of purposefully stepped back. Mm-hmm. You know, I really regret doing that now um, because I missed out on that time. So. I would say that you know now, yes, there have been relationships in the past that you know were difficult, but my kind of attitude now is that you know, I, I need to have relationship with people that I disagree with. Wow. That, yeah.
2: that added that's like incredible to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that shows a level of maturity that so many people miss, that even just thinking about it for myself, I don't know if I would honestly have. That's a, a level
1: of maturity that is found in so few Christians. Yes. Um, and so few people in general that um, it's, it's really astounding
2: when go, when getting like, it's easy to, it's, it's easy from the one side of, of you're not going to struggle with this to be like, yeah, I can, ex- I can accept it eventually. But from the other side where you feel like, where you feel like you're being persecuted against and they're trying to do this stuff and then still saying, I, I at least I respect it, whatever. Like that's, that's the, that's showing the most Christ love and christ-likeness you can in that situation I, I don't and that's something that i i struggle with him if, if i could even do that honestly like yeah. if, if i was in a situation like that where people were fighting against who i was and but still like well i respect it still like we've
1: said before that us three in our situations we are probably the least persecuted individual no, that you probably could be. <laughs> probably <laughs> we are we're we're white straight men yep <laughs> like, there's no persecution that, that we really face. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what it's like to be in your shoes or in many other people's shoes. Um, uh, people in the black community, people in, in the gay community, people, you know, and, and, or even a woman. Yeah. Uh, like, we, there's, I don't know what it's like. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I, I pray that I would have the same reaction that, that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and that, that is what, that's the way out but you don't know until you are in that situation. You know, um, I had no idea how I would react, but my hope and prayer is that it would be exactly what you just said.
3: And I I would say, I mean, I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. Like I am not, you know, in any ways living this out perfectly. It's hard Mm -hmm. and it took years. Yeah. I mean, it took years, (laughs) you know, to get to this space and, you know, I, there are times when I still get angry, you Uh know, when someone says something, uh, you know, or, you know, there are times when I get frustrated or I get tired of I have to explain this again, or you know, just or I have to hear you know uh, certain phrases or whatever. Um, yeah, it's definitely still a struggle, but I do think we are called to to be in relationship with people. We're called yeah. to love people, yeah. no matter what.
2: Yeah. We uh, we at our church we have, and and actually Shane Church, we we talk about next steps all the time in your faith. How every single person has a next step in their faith, and it sounds like that's that was at that time, your big next step that you're still trying to mature with too. And just like, I bet that's a lot of our next step is getting to that point. But um, with your, so with your dad um, and his belief of, of being gay is a sin, which he he still, still holds on to. Um, What, and I know that your relationship wasn't great, especially right when you came out. And there's, there's ways that um, it just kind of, suffered um what do you wish or how do you wish your dad responded not necessarily changing his belief but how do you wish he responded to you with those beliefs um, that would have been better and more beneficial for you as
3: his son i think and this is Probably a comment I would make or, or advice or suggestion I would give more generally, you know, when, if you, you know, take a traditionalist view on this issue, you know, someone comes out to you. I think the first thing that you should not say is, I think it's a sin. <laughs> I mean, I feel like every time I come out to, you know, uh, many of my Christian friends, that's the first thing they have to tell me.
2: Yeah, and at most you know they got they got to make that stance right yeah, away. Yes. You know what I mean?
3: right, they have to let me know that yeah. they don't think this is okay. <laughs> then they yeah. can love me. Yeah, um, but that that yeah, Jesus always pushed that truth <laughs> right before grace. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know if someone's coming out to you and they know that you know, you have these other beliefs and especially if you've talked about it and you probably have said something, you probably don't even know that you've said something. They probably already know that you think it's a sin. Mm -hmm. Um, They probably, and they're not coming to you to uh, be told it's a sin. I'm not saying there's not a space for that conversation later, Uh Mm -hmm. but I do think when someone first comes out to you, you can save that. Mm -hmm. Don't need to say that. Yeah. I think, and and that's, that's what my dad, you know, he kind of affirmed that. And again, I understand it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he was, this is a biblical issue for him. This is about truth, right? And so he wanted to make sure that mm-hmm. the truth was clear, that the truth was voiced. And again, I admire that, but I think when someone first comes out to you, that's not, not the time. There's plenty of you already of, knew of time. that. Right, yeah, I already knew. him. Yeah, yeah, I already knew that that's what he believed. Um, and so that, that wasn't a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess, you know, what would have been great, and I do think, you know, he. I'm not saying he didn't communicate this to me, you know, later, but maybe the first initial response could have been, you know, I love you, you're my son, you know, nothing's going to change, that um, I still want you to be a part of the family, you know, you're still always welcome here. Uh, I think, you know, that kind of response, even if, uh, you know, I don't know how people feel about this necessarily, but even, you know, like... And I want you and whoever you're with, you know, to be a part of the family and not feel Mm -hmm. isolated or ostracized. Mm -hmm. You know, I think those types, that type of response, I think would have been, Mm -hmm. would have been better at that time. But again, you know, uh, he's human. We're all human, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is, you know, I don't know if he had been anticipating this moment for a long time, uh, but maybe it caught him off guard. And that was just Mm -hmm. the first way he you know felt appropriate to respond and i you know i understand that
1: yeah so maybe instead of saying um that and and letting you know that what his thought is and, and and then telling you that he loves you later saying that he loves you first and then those conversations come that that's a
2: it almost feels like like that's a guy thing yeah that, like i know that's what I like when erica tells me her issues and problems, I don't first just listen to it. I tell her how to fix it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and that almost mm-hmm. sounds like what it was. Almost like, well, here's, well, wrong. So here's why you need it. Yeah. So, so that's tough. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. need, we should learn how to listen more right, right. and understand more before we talk. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was, um, reading a book by, um, uh, that, that gospel fluency book, yeah, about, from Jeff, Jeff Anderson, Anderson, who are, who are going to have on soon, um, about, when you when you talk to people about their journey and you get to the point where you're trying to like talk to them about Jesus out of the entire time you're talking to them 90% of the time you should just be listening to them mm. that's it because we're too quick to tell them okay well here's what you need to do here's what you need to do mm-hmm. and here's how you need to fix it no just some people people pay money to count, to counselors and therapists because no one else listens to them they just w- pay yeah. someone to listen to them um, So so not you just need to listen and just yeah and and understand what they're going through too right. and yeah. So, well,
1: for, for you, Martin, and you are in um, an, an interesting situation because, um, uh, and, and we talked about this before we started recording and how, um, you know, a lot of times we put people either in the church category or in the LGBT community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and you brought up to us, which I didn't even think about, is that there is a third category, which mm-hmm. you are in, where you are also a Christian and a gay person. Um, and so uh, for you, if you could, if you had the opportunity to speak to the church community and everybody in the church community could hear what you had to say, what would you say? And then it, on the other side, if you had the opportunity to speak to the, the LGBT community, what would you say? Mm-hmm. I know that's a big
3: question. So that's great. That's great. Um, you have- one minute. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think, you know, cause I kind of, wanted to continue as you were talking about listening i wanted to and this goes to what i would say yeah. to um the church community uh broadly is uh, i want to affirm listening you know i think just listening to the stories of lgbt people is so important I, mean, I you know when i hear about or witness how this debate goes on you know especially in more traditional church circles what concerns me is that uh there's so few uh, spaces for LGBT people to actually say, this is my experience, Mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of assumptions about, um, well, this must be how you experience sexuality, right? I think, you know, there's a tendency to reduce sexuality to uh, attraction or, um, or feelings, you know, or something like that. And I think... Uh, and if you're straight, that is probably how it looks, mm-hmm. right? But when you're in, we'll say, a marginal category, you then recognize how much our sexuality is actually a part of our lives and, like, structures our experiences and mm-hmm. how we interact with other people. And it's not just about attraction. And, you know, I think a lot of uh, the people in the church, because they don't hear our stories, don't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know. Um, and they don't know how what they do or say is hurtful. Again, this isn't even necessarily the theological point. It's just kind Mm -hmm. of uh, the behavior, the responses, the kind of uh, remarks that are tossed off. Uh, I I guess I would also say, again, to the church community, but kind of responding to that previous question about, uh, you know, what I would want, you know, um, someone I was close to to do, is I apologize. (laughs) You know, like I think... It's meant so much to me when I've come out to some of my uh, Christian friends when they've said, you know, they didn't start out by saying, we think it's a sin. Instead, they said, you know, I probably said something stupid, you know, or hurtful when I was in your presence Mm -hmm. and I'm sorry. And I think that that has been so meaningful to Mm -hmm. me just to say, okay. You know, because a lot of, well, first of all, a lot of people don't apologize. (laughs) Even when you come out. And, you know, um, and, and, and so it just it just means that it's showing love, I guess that yeah. I would say. Um, so, yeah, so that's sorry. That was kind of answering your question, but yeah, also picking back that's good. off before. Um, but I guess what I would say to the broader church community, in addition to listening, apologizing. Um, what I what I want as someone who's Christian and gay I want to be treated like a brother in Christ. Like I want to be able to um, go to your church and not be afraid that there's going to be a sermon Mm. that, you know, tears gay people down, you know, either by, I don't know, reducing us to sex acts or, you know, playing on old stereotypes, you know, I, you know, um, I just love to do that, or you know, to be able to go to your church with my boyfriend or partner, a or husband, and not worry that we're going to be ostracized, not worry that no one's going to talk to us, mm. or that someone's going to hand us a pamphlet about um, <laughs> homosexuality or something like that. Um, and I think, yeah, and I, I just also think that I think we're at a point, in my humble opinion, that maybe this is an issue that you know people can still have strong opinions about you know mm-hmm. um, uh, still you know do your research do your homework which i would say do please uh look up there's some great books um i've been reading um james v brownson's gender what is it bible gender sexuality mm-hmm. um reframing the same-sex marriage debate it's great uh he's uh really knows his bible he knows the ancient context and he kind of just goes through it. it's really wonderful um but I'm wondering if this might be an issue like um baptism, infant baptism, um, like uh women's ordination, right? These are some issues that can be really divisive. Yeah. But you know, even if you have a certain view about women's ordination, you don't go up to, you know, a women pastor and say, Hey, stop doing that. Yeah. Right? Like
2: right. most most people won't
3: do <laughs> Most <that>. people don't do <laughs> that. Most people don't do that. Um
1: you know, well, definitely, especially with like infant baptism. Oh yeah, you would right, definitely right. never go up to another church and be like, "Well, you guys obviously aren't Christians. So you baptized an infant." Like that wouldn't right. be a conversation,
3: right? Or pres- pre- predestination or something yeah, like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, people aren't, you know, saying, "Oh, you know, we can't." Um, I think about the World Vision. Mm-hmm. I'll call it a fiasco uh, uh-huh. <laughs> that happened a couple of years ago, where you know they opened you know World Vision for a brief period of time. Was going to allow same-sex couples to serve, you yep. know, as part of the missions, and then they got such a backlash, mm-hmm. you know. And to me, that was so sad. It was like, gosh, you can't even serve, yeah, yep. with gay people. Like that's, you know. And so I just wish, you know, maybe it's time to rethink how central this issue is. Maybe this comes to, you know, be an issue that we say, okay, we're not going to agree on it, but it's not going to destroy our communion with each other. It's not mm-hmm. going to mean we can't. Um, you know, embark on ecumenical projects together. That's yeah. I, mean, that's, I think that's the that's where I'm at, and where I'd like to see the church be. Mm-hmm. I love how
2: you said that. You're the biggest thing you want from the church is not for them to be like it's it's not it's it's not a sin. You're right. It's just okay, I love t- that too. But. Yeah, you would love <laughs> that too. But, but your main thing is I want to be welcomed. Just that's, treat me like it. a person. Yeah. yeah. Just just love love me like Jesus calls you to. <laughs> like whether you agree or not. Like, just just welcome me. That that was it. That just stuck out to me. But
1: And we we talked we said this when we took a break, but um, it, it really is crazy to me that um, that churches will be like way more welcoming to a drug addict than they are to a gay person. And we're not saying that, you know, that even that's on the same level. We're not we're not saying that. But what we are saying is that why do we treat anybody differently? Yeah, depending yeah. on where they came from or what or what they're dealing with and it, it is crazy to me that if even I, I mean we've had like um, like a homeless person walk into our church who was drunk and and I think that the church is more loving to that person than they are to a gay person which is messed up yeah.
2: we're we're all beggars yeah looking for bread yeah. That's all it's all it is but yeah
3: and I, I think that reminds me of just one other point that I wanted to you know say to the church is you know stop <laughs> creating this dichotomy between being a Christian and being gay. I mean, I mm-hmm. think the hardest thing for me as a gay Christian uh, was the fact that I heard from so many quarters that you couldn't be both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. That if you were gay, you, you know, and you kind of own that and, you know, you were you know trying to date, you know, um, people of the same gender, then you could po- couldn't possibly be Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Because no Christian has unrepentant sin Mm. right um and of course you know the term you know homosexual lifestyle which i don't i don't really like that term but you know is this idea that somehow Mm -hmm. your your homosexuality uh like takes over your life Mm -hmm. and you know jesus can't be a part of that and i just to me it just doesn't seem very christian i mean what christian doesn't have sins that they don't repent of that they think aren't sins that maybe are i mean it's you know
0: absolutely
1: and we, a lot of, a lot of the church would identify a gay person as you're Martin and you're gay, right? And, and that's not like, we, we would never go up to um, an alcoholic and be like, Hey, you're Brian and you're an alcoholic, you know, like that. Unless you go to alcoholic meeting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's that a lot of times the church would define mm-hmm. you on mm-hmm. your sexuality yeah. mm-hmm. um, and your sexuality doesn't find who you are as a person, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which is the church has a difficult time wrapping their mind around that um, it's hard
3: it's like well it's like this duality it's like on the one hand they can't define you outside of your sexuality on the other hand when you mm-hmm. say that you know your sexuality is a part of you not the only part of you but it yeah. is a part they don't like that either right right it's like oh well you can't you it's an attraction you can't you know mm-hmm. you're allowing the sin to you know take root in your identity mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um yeah
1: yeah. So, so then on the other side, then if you could talk to the LGBT sure. community,
3: um, what would you say? Yeah, I think, man, we've had a really, I would say we've had a really tough time. I mean, I think a lot of my LGBT uh, uh, siblings have been really hurt by their church. And I, you know, as a Christian, I feel even though I've been hurt, you know, as a gay person, I, I, I feel like I own that, mm-hmm. like, I don't get to throw apart you know, throw away the parts of the church that I disagree with. Like mm-hmm. that's a part of my tradition. That's a part of my faith background. Is mm-hmm. that kind of homophobia and anti, you know, LGBT sentiment? And so, you know, uh, as a Christian, I am sorry, you know, that mm-hmm. um, the Christian faith that Jesus has been uh, twisted and distorted mm-hmm. in these really hurtful, uh, harmful ways. Um, and you know, I'm just I'm just really sorry for that. But I also well, not a but, but and I would also say that um, that's not who Jesus is. That's not the God that I know. Both in my reading of Scripture, both personally in my prayer life, you know, as I've seen it, as I've seen Christ shown to me in the best moments, um, that's you know that that's it's it's just not Jesus. It's not who Jesus is. It's you know you read the Gospels, mm-hmm. and you just don't get any sense that you know if. Jesus were living today, that he would act the same way that the church does now, mm-hmm. you know, to LGBT people. I just, I just, I just can't imagine that. Um, and so I would say that if you are an LGBT person and you're interested in faith, like you want, you know, you crave that, you know, you like Jesus, um, I, you know, um, tr- you know, try to reach out, try, you know, um, try to find, you know, an affirming church, you know, um, or find an internet group. Um, I know a couple of weeks ago, um, there's this conference that happens every year. It's called the Gay Christian Network Conference. Um, and there, there, we're out there, like there are LGBT Christians out there. There are, you know, on both sides of the issue. There's some, you know, I would say this is, even if you've decided that, you know, the, you're being called the celibacy, Mm -hmm. right? There are gay Christians who also feel that that's how they're supposed to live. And so, you know, I would try to find a community if possible online in person. Mm -hmm. And I would also say, you know, not to give up. Um, if you're an LGBT kid growing up in a church that doesn't feel welcoming, I would say, hang in there. Mm -hmm. Um, again, uh, the internet, uh, if you're safe about it, uh, mm-hmm. can be you know, a really good place to find people who can show you, you know, I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't think I knew any gay people <laughs> growing yeah. up. I certainly didn't know any gay Christians. And so I didn't have a model mm-hmm. of what that could even look like, you know, yeah. and I would say, you know, try to seek those out. And yeah, just hang in there. Um, I don't want to, you know, give the phrase, it gets better. Yeah. Although in my own life, Things have gotten better, but it's still really difficult. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's possible, not only do I think it's possible, I know that you can follow Jesus and be gay. Yeah, yeah. And now um,
1: sometimes we, just because we are in the church community so much, and um, I have a lot of Christian friends mm-hmm. and um, uh, people who, who have not gone down the road of treating um, the gay community poorly or any of those sort of things but they also feel like sometimes um as christians you can be lumped into well you're a bigot right or you and now this is not by any means to put you know that sort of uh persecution if you want to yeah, call yeah, it pity that. us pity us yeah the, because yeah. i've never heard of a christian committing suicide because a gay person called him a bigot but i've heard of a lot of people who are gay who committed suicide because of their situation so this is not by any means to put it on the same level yeah you know what i mean but um uh but that is the case sometimes right where um sometimes uh and and the the christian community can be like well if you're a christian you are a bigot you're a racist you're you're these sort of things or even if you are a republican you know um uh, that that can be the case um how would you respond to to that
3: yeah i mean i think um why i I don't Not nice to be called a bigot. I mean, I understand that feels pretty bad. And I also recognize, you know, um, as a kind of, you know, I guess I'm kind of a hippie to be liberal, I guess, Uh, depending (laughs) on who you ask. Uh, I guess it's all relative. And I I recognize that some of my uh, fellow liberals who I, you know, I think are great, I, you know, I, honestly often feel more comfortable being gay around them Mm -hmm. than I do some of my, you know, more traditional Christian friends. Mm -hmm. But I do think, uh, we as liberals, maybe we should think about, uh, not using those terms Mm -hmm. so loosely. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that just from a pragmatic perspective, they're not very helpful Mm -hmm. that they add to division. And I also think that people aren't so two dimensional. I think that, you know, I guess, my own experiences taught me, you know, even myself, you know, like, it took me a while to real, you know, kind of undo those stereotypes about the gay community, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And and I was gay, Mm -hmm. right? And so I I think people are in different places and we have to have grace for where people are at. I think we have to be understanding. I think we have to be generous. I think we have to be willing to have conversations. Mm -hmm. I think, and, you know, I think, You know, especially if you're LGBT, you may not be able to have some of these conversations. You know, I definitely think even this conversation tonight, I don't know if I could have had, you know, uh, seven years ago or something Mm -hmm. like that. You know, I'm just, I'm in a different place now. I I can do that. Um, But I do think, you know, if you feel like you're in a place where, you know, you can risk, if I can use that term, Mm -hmm. you know, someone saying something stupid or something like that, I think it's so important to have these personal connections and... Yeah, so I would just say, mm-hmm. um, I I wish we wouldn't label people yeah. like that. I wish yeah. we would just do a better job of loving each other, you know, from all sides. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. If we, I think it just
2: everybody, no matter what you believe, showed grace more, mm-hmm. it <laughs> would solve so many issues. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the, the reason why our country is great is because we have different beliefs, mm-hmm. and we're allowed to. But it's when you start to say this is my belief, so you are wrong, and you're, whatever. It's when we start to show grace to everybody. Yeah, that I understand. You might believe that. I might disagree, but love each other anyways and and show grace. So
1: because I wonder how many people we're going to get who listen to this episode who are Christians and and um, uh, and hear this and think, well, you guys didn't take a stance one way or the other. You know what I mean? And and uh, and that's not the goal of what we're doing tonight. The goal of what we're doing is we want to hear from you because so few Christians have heard. From someone in your shoes um, and what you have experienced, and um, and I, and just what you were saying that when you when you've come out to so many Christians, the first thing they say is it's a sin, it's wrong, and and that's not what we wanted to do. You know, we we want to hear um what it is that you experience because if you don't hear that, how in the world can there be any relationship? You know, um, so uh, I I don't know if somebody will be like, well, you should have said from the get go. One way or the other, uh, but that's that's not the goal.
2: And you and you, we were even talking about this earlier. But when you preached mm-hmm. and your your one series where the the where you asked questions and the main question was is homosexuality sin? Yeah, and I think your response to that was great. And we will give that response right now. Yeah, um, doing it in a public forum like this, especially as pastors on stuff, it's just not beneficial. No. but no
1: matter what a pastor says, one way or the other will make people mad.
2: But we are more than willing to have a one-on-one conversation, just like we're having with Martin right now, where where we can assume the best, which is what, when Martin first came, is the first, that's one of the first things he said, I always assume the best, mm-hmm. um, assume the best of each other and actually have a legit conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you're even talking, like one of the first things he said when he got here was like, Hey, if we say anything like stupid, cause we're naive and don't know, just, yeah. just which we probably have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and he was like, Nope, I assume the best, whatever. So, and,
1: and we have expressed our heart to Martin in prior to this and, and what we want to achieve. Exactly.
2: so, Oh, I have one more question, and then I say we play a game. You go with that, Martin? Yes, <laughs> okay. That sounds great. All right, so last question, and then we'll get to our our game. Uh, for the people who disagree, and we've kind of covered this a little bit, so we might have to get into a detail with it. But to the people who disagree um, with with homosexuality, um, so for the people that are listening right now, what? do you want them to know what if you have one thing you can say to them what do you want them to know
3: that's a hard question i know yeah (laughs) one thing (laughs) yeah
1: and that kind of might have might blend into your response to the church um as well but what what you've kind of already talked about
3: Yeah. I think, I mean, there's a lot of things I could say, right. Um, we were talking, you know, earlier, perhaps off mic, I can't remember now about, uh, people doing their homework, you know, like doing the research and looking at different perspectives. Don't just read all of the, um, the one that that's for your side, right. That's for your side, like read, you know, people who I think are making really compelling arguments, even if you end up disagreeing with them on the other side. I mean, I think that's, key i think listening to gay people is key but perhaps praying, praying to the holy spirit praying. to reveal yeah, yeah. To you truth yeah and, and also praying to help uh you love yep right yeah. um but yeah probably the one thing i would say is we're not issues we're not what you you know we're not our sexuality you know uh we're not our sins mm-hmm. um and treat us like people treat us like People made in the image of God, mm-hmm. um, whom God loves. That's yeah. that's what I would say. Oh, that's good, awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get to the
2: game, um, we, Martin, we do really appreciate. Yeah. We know how sure. hard this this can be to be vulnerable and to talk about some of that stuff. So we really do appreciate, and yeah. I, I think that um, our listeners are really going to enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Um, the maturity and the and you have definitely done your homework and uh-huh. just and everything that you brought to the table. So we really and do appreciate it. this has
1: been educational and beneficial yes. for me as an individual, just hearing, hearing you speak um, uh, on, on the topic. So thank you very much. Seriously.
3: Well, th- thank you for having me. I mean, I really appreciate the invitation. I wish uh, there were more, you know, public conversations yep. like this that people could listen to. I certainly hope, you know, uh, people will feel free to use this past this along. but I really appreciate your guys' spirit mm-hmm and I definitely feel loved and welcomed and I just you know just thanks for Good. listening Yeah, nice sure, well course. you feel loved and stuff now let's play a yeah. game <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where we might not
2: be as loved you yeah. haven't made it out of here yet <laughs> so let's get into to let out the rage yeah <laughs> let's get into Stupid Arguments your favorite candy worst vegetable best Disney song it's now time for Stupid Arguments where we argue about stupid
0: Things. All right, so on to our stupid arguments. Uh, <laughs> so for this week's stupid arguments, we've decided to do uh, kids' 90s movies. Yes. So yeah. this,
2: I love doing 90s anything. Yeah. yeah. I love thinking about the 90s.
0: So this excludes animated movies. Okay. And yeah. also it's not going to include like the adult ones like, um, what Jurassic. Say, like Jurassic Park, Park or it like we are doing Major kids. League Kids.
2: So... Yeah like of course PG, that excludes PG or Yeah G. pulp well. fiction's not on pulp the yeah. <laughs> Even though I watched it <laughs> Yeah you watch Scream as That's a kid the- you watch a lot of bad <laughs> things too. That's
0: beside the point all right Um who would like to who would like to go first? Who would like to do the honors? I'll go
1: first. Um, shame what we got? My, go I guess. Or, or
0: should we do it all at once? Is that how we? In that? How, how we no, we're not. It? <laughs> okay, we're hear yeah, go ahead. Screaming. <laughs> what you got?
1: My, um, I, I think that for me, this was a movie that was a dream for me. Um, something that, something that I would have loved to do was a Blank Check. Now, this is not your, your typical, like, uh, I don't know. I've Blank check kid. is not that good. I remember as a kid not thinking it was that good. Oh well, you can just <laughs> a kid. A kid who did not grow up in the nineties, I'm sure, does not know. Because it's not check a movie.
2: It's on Hulu right now, though. Oh, is it? It is on Hulu. Let me right. give you wow. the premise, okay? <laughs> a kid.
1: blank check. <laughs> <laughs> a kid driving his bike a guy who's crazy he's like a bit he's a bad guy actually he runs over his bike with with his car not the kid and he's trying to give the kid money to pay for his bike but he's also trying to get away from people who are chasing him and he's writing him a check i thought he, he just in a rush yeah but he ran over because like cops were coming for him
2: oh i didn't remember that yeah Eric, sure? please this is my favorite yeah obviously I, so, he knows
1: and he write and he signed a check but didn't put an amount on it and gave it to the kid and left as quickly as possible so this kid got a blank check so he does what any kid would do, and he put, like, what was it, a million? I man? think he only put a million, and yeah. he got way more for his <laughs> yeah. million than he should have. He got him. He bought a mansion. He man. had put a water slide. I do remember the water slide. Yeah, me yeah. too. He had, like, a virtual reality headset, <laughs> moon, bounces uh, stuff, yeah. moon bounces, all this I'm stuff, and uh, it, was, it was phenomenal. And then the guy comes hunting for him because he drained his bank account. But, oh, and he also made copies of it, didn't he? Where he could make more checks.
3: Oh, I remember. I think I remember that. Right. Yeah. yeah. He like, how right. does that well, work? Well, bank security was yeah, rough. Back right. It was <laughs> a thing where
1: he he found a way to make more checks I think and he that's took right. more yeah. money out of the the bank account it was phenomenal no it's not phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. if you had a yes. chance, stop listening to this right now don't you don't even People gonna hear anybody else's was, argument wasn't
3: there a moral to that story didn't he kind of realize that life was more than Martin, money or something that's not important <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're right at the end he was like
2: i
1: don't need all this money i just want to go back and live with my parents which like obviously would not happen no
2: but uh, that's kind of yeah. like the moral like big and yeah, he big. He got big, and then he wanted to get Yeah. Okay. Um, you
1: know they're making a big TV show. That's
2: stupid. Why they making a TV show of everything? That's pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like the rap
2: <laughs> in the in
1: the big. You, Tommy, you know the rap. You know what? I think that I started George, singing Shane Nelly.
0: She used to sing it all the time <laughs> <laughs> used to me.
1: Yeah. I started singing. No,
0: shimmy shimmy cook shimmy
1: shimmy but I started singing the Noah song let it up song. and take a puff yeah <laughs> <laughs> right, now we down down, down <laughs> baby down in a range over to, to baby ready right, do let it go it. we got it yeah, yeah alright
2: uh, I'll go next um, we'll do clockwise um, mine is I I loved this character so much my wife hates his character I'm trying to get her to watch his movie so bad but she won't watch it and it's Ernest Scared Stupid. I loved (laughs) Ernest Scared. You guys all seen Ernest Scared (laughs) Stupid? Ernest Scared Stupid was the best. First off, the intro scares me when yeah. I can a kid, I remember watching like this is a scary movie Yeah, and even the troll was scary the girl turned over and the troll
3: was right in her bed Do you remember have that? you seen it Mark? Oh, actually maybe I haven't I've seen the other Ernest movies I don't think Ernest I've goes seen Ernest Goes Camp this one. Slam Duck Ernest Ernest <laughs> Goes to <laughs> the yeah. <Yeah>. Army Ernest Goes to the Army Ernest Goes to that was, was my
0: favorite Ernest, Ernest Goes to the Africa worst. excuse me they are tougher? so bad
2: excuse wow. me wow really I just was Ernest for for Hollywood uh, I know really Yeah, how old were you? that was a hit it wasn't that long ago it was maybe Wrong like answer five years ago <laughs> <that wrong> answer? <laughs> i have the costume upstairs actually um but Ernest scared stupid there's just so many funny lines in it uh-huh he has the he's trying to figure out what kills the trolls we talked about this on another yeah, podcast m i blank k yeah and he it's obviously milk but he thought it was meak. yeah and uh just a little too resorts boy. i how about a bumper sandwich booger lips and yeah. it he sees the trolls he's like I hope you're from Keebler. Because <laughs> <they're, laughs> yeah. he thought it was the elephant in the tree. Yeah, and then when he good. does all of his characters, it's just the best. I loved Ernest care stupid, and I'm trying. I'm begging my wife to watch it one day. How about the day. guys
1: who sold the troll away spray?
2: Oh yeah, there was the best. Yeah, I remember them: they were the, good. the bigger guy and the really, really skinny guy. Yeah, yeah. All right, that was mine. Mine's be like. Wait, so can sure. I just ask Eric, so how yes. long have
3: you been trying to persuade your wife to watch this movie? How long have I been married? <laughs> okay, 5 years. <laughs> I see it on HBO Go all the time. Every time I'm like, "Erica?" Huh?
1: Ernest gets stupids on HBO Go. Yep. That's weird. I actually
2: just started watching it. You own it in the room. Don't I know. You own yeah, it? but I was The DVD. Was, but when I'm scrolling through HBO Go. And with Erica, we're trying to figure out a movie which takes thirty minutes. Yeah, I normally we just will just put that on and hope she doesn't. She just goes <laughs> with it, it as I work. I'm trying in Halloween. She has like scary movies, so that's like the scary movie to get her to watch. But she yeah. won't do it. But if she does, it's not going to be good anyway. She's going to hate it, and then I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. So it's really lose lose. Mm-hmm. But it's great.
0: Go ahead, top. All right, mine would have to be Little Giants. Oh. Classic. Ooh. Icebox. Classic Story of the Underdog. Uh-huh. Yeah, what, mm-hmm.
2: how was Little, what was Little I, Giants about?
0: I liked Little Giants so much <laughs> that I named it my fantasy team name. I changed it quickly after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what's it about? About a bunch of scrubs that start a football team and you don't want no scrubs. end up playing the Cowboys. Scrubs guy who can't get no love from me. <laughs> the Cowboys are one of they're one of those teams that you know, the dads take it way too seriously and their kids that's all they do. They breed their kids to play football. And then they come out on top.
1: Remember when the one kid was trying to get his mouthpiece and he was, it fell Close down his into his, level? and then, and yeah, and then somebody <laughs> went to tackle him and just, like, clotheslined uh-huh. him, and they were like, <laughs> he took his head off! <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Really, his head was just in his pads because he was trying to get his mouthpiece.
2: <laughs> but hold on, you, like, I, I'm not saying Little Giants is a bad movie, mm-hmm. but you, like, you would pick Little Giants over the Sandlot mm. or Angels in the Outfield. Um, or, or blank I check. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I I wouldn't pick Lo. Giants is good. I can, but
0: I can say the same for Ernest Scared Stupid <laughs> no, <you could> <laughs> over any of them. No, you I think I could. <laughs> Watch it again. It's great.
2: Or oh, Rookie of the Year. Or any of his movies. Sandlot was the best. I mean. It, mm. I could maybe argue Sandlot over Ernest care too, but that would be, probably be my second. Sandlot say,
1: is a movie that you can watch now and not be embarrassed of.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I wa I actually watched that one a while ago.
1: It's like a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Good it's... life lessons.
3: Yeah, Martin, Dude, all these, I just want to say all these movies had like the same premise. Like I'm thinking of. Oh, they did. The oh. Mighty Ducks, <laughs> yeah. the Little Rascals. Uh-huh. And like, mm, there's, yeah. there's a pattern. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so. All right, Mark. What you got? Um, I'm I'm going to have to go with Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. was uh, great. That was classic. Um, oh, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it was one of, I actually think it was one of Robin Williams' best movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's top five. Yeah, got to be. For sure. Yeah, And, uh, yeah. The
1: best is when she, or when he dressed as she put his face <laughs> in the whipped cream and <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> she like how many you want cream with that in the coffee the whipped cream <laughs> off of her face into his coffee
2: what would you say this doesn't have to do with our student audience what would you say are the top 5 best Ron Williams movies
1: oh
0: the Top 5 is up there Good Will Hunting Good Will Hunting up there Jumanji what's that oh, one Blubber Jumanji a 90's one yeah. Blubber Flubber
1: that's
2: not <laughs> <That's laughs> <That's right. right. laughs> the top 5 though that's <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> the top 5 <laughs> Oh, Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin's got to be a top uh, five. Oh, Aladdin. Oh, oh my guess? gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's the. Uh,
1: There's the, a lot we're missing. Patch,
3: Patch Adams. Patch Adams yeah. is really good.
1: What's the one uh, where. Oh, Captain My Captain. Um, uh, Poet Society. Dead Society. Oh, Dead Oh, That's my gosh. Great. How do we don't right, forget man. about
3: Hook. Hook. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> don't forget <laughs> about Hook. Another classic Hook, 90s yeah. movie. Yeah. Hook is yeah. great. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you know Dustin
2: Hoffman was Hook in that movie? Yeah, yes. Did you guys know that? Yes. I don't think
3: I. No, I don't. I didn't. I watched it recently. Oh, Yes. be honest about my ignorance, tongue
1: huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I I didn't know that as a kid. Obviously, and what
3: was the other
2: the uh, the
1: Bob Haskins was Smee.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, but who <laughs> was the other guy? Not Peter Pan, but the other kid, the uh, Rufio. Yeah, yeah, Rufio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hold on. So top, there's what other Robin Williams movies are there? Um, uh, Patch Adams. What was choice? the other, oh, oh, that's um What was the other one where he was? That 80s or 90s? 80s. That's that's. 80s? Older. That's got to be in what? Uh, not toys, definitely not toys. 90s. I definitely think it was 90s. 80s. Yeah. yeah. Um. What was the one where uh he was a kid and he kept getting older? Jack. Oh, Jack. That's Jack. a yeah, sad. Right. That's sad a movie. 90s movie. That's yeah. a depressing. That that got me in the feels. That yeah. and Patch Adams did. Right. That's, right. That's that's some sad movies. Robin Williams made some good movies. I know. I know. Even the robot one was all right. Oh, Centennial Man. Man.
3: That's oh, one. that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. One. yeah. That's a newer. one. That was another part. sad. Yeah. One.
2: I like Mrs. Doubtfire. I like that uh, yeah. one. What are some other ones we missed? Other 90s, kids
0: 90s movies. All right, so uh, you mentioned... Jungle yeah, in Jungle. Jungle to Jungle. With uh, Tim Allen and JTT. Indian uh, in the Cupboard. Indian in the Cupboard's on there. Matilda. Matilda. Oh, that's right, Matilda. Matilda. <gasps> sucked. Whoa, that sucked. I yeah. hated Matilda. When that kid, whoa, when tearing, when that kid tearing, ate tearing. the
1: chocolate cake. Remember oh, that? That, remember lady, that? Jindy, I mean, was She so was scary. Yeah.
2: yeah, she was scary. <laughs> she yeah. was. Oh, uh, Space Jam. Space Jam. Yeah,
3: I have a... I have a, I have a uh, story about V and Eric. Oh. I believe it was sixth grade. Maybe it was seventh. You might have to check the date that the date. Space Jam was in theaters. But uh, I Didn't had. It just have
1: its 20 year anniversary,
3: I think. It did? In 2016. So I think okay. it came out '96. So, yeah, so it would have been sixth grade. Yeah. Um, I, I had a birthday party. And we went to the movie theaters and saw Space Jam. Wow. And Eric was there with me. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it, you remember Todd Gross, right? He was, yeah. He was there. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. I'm friends
2: him on Facebook. I'm going to hit him up and make sure he listens to this. Yeah. yeah. Todd Gross is there too? Yep. Uh huh. Man. Uh-huh. Space I don't, Jam. Martin remembers it more than I do. I do remember just going to see Space Jam in theaters. That was great. Bill Murray was in that? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. That was awesome. Uh-huh. Watching that now is not as good? Nope. <laughs> nope, it's
3: not. You know what? <laughs> if you watch it now...
1: You're like, man, Michael Jordan cannot act. <laughs> no, that guy. Wait, aren't they
3: making another one? Yeah. The, yeah. The, who's gonna be LeBron? In it? LeBron. Did oh. he officially? I thought so. I thought so. so. Yeah,
1: I, I know so. that they're making a second one.
2: That's stupid. I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely see it. What else, What other nine movies we have?
0: Uh, we have Casper. Oh, oh did yeah. I say Did I say the Mighty Ducks? I said, I said, I said it earlier. earlier. Yeah. Uh, Hook. Hook, yeah, Adams a, family, Free Willy, Adams Free family, Willy. Can, Free, well, Willy now, right? yeah, Free Willy. That's sad now. Oh yeah, it really
1: is now. Hey, did you, oh, did you hear that? Blackfish that 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 whale died. Yeah, yeah that. that's right. Just like a week Blackfish ago. Worked, yeah. Um, what was his name? Oh, uh, Tilikum. 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 Yeah, yeah. Since, yeah. Mm. So the
2: main the the big scene of Free Willy is when he jumps over and the kid yeah. like yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> Michael Jackson
1: him. comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <Jump on.
3: laughs>
2: Uh, Richie Rich.
1: Oh, oh right, I want right, a big Richie it. Rich guy. Eric. Oh. <laughs> what about anything with Macaulay Culkin? Home Alone. Home Alone. Oh, oh yeah. Home Alone. Oh, that yeah. Christmas Alone's classic movies. comes yeah. on every year now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that is one of the best Christmas movies really for, for our generation. And we
2: talked about Home Alone before about how it's, you know, if you watch again, it's, it's kind of like a Saul movie for kids. <laughs> 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 it's so delicious. Yeah, it so really
3: well, the pre- the premise is, I'm going to say, it's kind of weak. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, yeah. I just it's enjoyable it I just, is. Oh, it's I so it. enjoyable
1: it's like watching mousetrap in a movie right you know, like the yeah. mousetrap game yeah
3: yeah and no one dies even though they're like torched jazzed, yeah. and <laughs> they fall things. they step on <laughs> nails and yeah, rusty nails yeah. get hit by a pipe <laughs> yeah <laughs> <And> tarantulas
4: <laughs> are involved
1: <laughs>
0: what any, any um other
3: ones? the secret garden Oh, That's stupid. Classic. Little you, that? Were you Oh, were you? You weren't there in fifth grade. I think we watched that in fifth grade. Do you remember That's that? We watched movie. that movie. I feel like I feel like we maybe, did watch maybe that. Maybe we watched it another. Maybe no. I think I remember. I think I remember it was that fourth in grade or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Every time I hear the Secret Garden, I think of that um, worship song. Um, what's the one in the garden in the secret in the quiet place
3: yeah that yeah that's what i think of, I haven't thought yeah. of that song in years <laughs> yeah, <neither laughs> mind, but that's what i think of
1: every time i hear it i don't know why probably because they're about the same time i guess
2: awesome so so let's in the review secret, the quiet place. <laughs> let's review shane's was a uh, blackjack mine was earnest scared stupid second to, second was saying lot for me uh a little rascal's no, Damn. no. You're just no, a little you giant. Little I did change. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're disqualified. I got a pickle. Uh, I got a pickle. I got a pickle. Hey, hey, hey. That's my the little rascal is. And then Martin Buck was. <laughs> yeah, Buckwheat. Yeah.
3: Uh, mine was Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, Eric's so, going to tell us he wins again, uh-huh.
2: just like well, always. I think t- uh, Martin and I tied. <laughs> <laughs> <For first. laughs> Shane definitely didn't win, and Tyler couldn't remember it. So disqualified it. Yeah. So Very nice. Sweet. Well, hey. Let's thank Martin again. Seriously, thank you so much yeah. for coming on. man. Thank you, Martin. Thank we you appreciate you coming, it. man. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll keep in touch. And when Space Jam 2 comes out, if you want to go see we it. We should
3: reprise. <laughs> yeah, we that. Should go. And you got to call Todd I'll Todd up. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll go. So, all right, awesome.
2: Thanks, Martin.
1: All right. Well, uh, that was uh, our interview, second part of our interview with Martin Camper. Guys,
2: we are so good at interviewing. What? Every time I listen to an interview by us, I'm like, man, we're good at that stuff. Why
1: mm. Why do you say
2: we, that? We, <laughs> this episode, we made this episode, I think. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. But, hey, we, we
1: really want to thank Martin uh, for his uh, for being honest and being vulnerable and all of those things. Um, that was... It was really pretty fascinating to
2: listen to him talk and, and hear what he had to say. And I, we we want to thank him personally yeah, for that. The second he left, um, and we had to do some other podcast stuff, the second he left, all three of us were like, that was amazing. That was like, great. Yeah. He, was, he was a better guest than we hoped for, and I had high hopes. Yeah. Um, he was just very, not only does has he looked it up and, and thought about this and all that stuff, but he's also um, understands people that disagree with him too, which... You don't see very often. Mm-hmm. Um, where so that I, I just thought he showed a lot of maturity yeah. In, yeah. in some of his answers too. So
0: I like doing these interviews. You do? Yeah, come come away with a new friend every time. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> yeah, we do. I mean we really? got, there's we've interviewed like Carlos yeah. and other
2: people. We've Zach Bolham Citizens. Yeah. We, I got his number. <laughs> I'll hit him up right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Oriole fan, I'll hit him up when baseball season starts. Yeah. Um but yes, yeah, so yeah it's, it's it's been fun doing interviews. So. But we we can't. No, we can't. We, there's something that we didn't do last time because it was part one. The end of part two. We have to do it. We cannot. We cannot. Uh. Uh-uh. We cannot. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Preach it. We cannot end this podcast without doing one thing.
4: <laughs>
2: Tip top
1: news brought to you by the little rascals movie yeah
2: i didn't really like little rascal's movie Did why I, not Eric, it was fine Eric. I, Come got on. I got a okay. pickle i was seeing
1: that the whole time
2: i know i just know that's part of it yeah, it's great alfalfa is awesome i know i just i always know why i probably didn't like it because i we both have calics and anytime it would stick out to them oh hey alfalfa i have bad calic. yeah all right go ahead give it to us top Oh, boy, it's been a while.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It has been that long. (laughs) To to the listeners, it's been a while. Come on. It's been a while. (laughs) Goodness. All right, anyway, so um, I found this article. uh, It's very interesting. We'll be the (laughs) the judge of that. It has to do with, um, are you guys familiar with uh, supersized big, beautiful women?
2: <laughs> I thought you were gonna talk about a Big Mac, <laughs> like a McDonald's meal, super, si- nope. super size, big beautiful women. Is that like the the models now that yeah, yeah. that are uh, yeah yes yeah. So that's <laughs>
0: essentially it. Okay, so this this woman is aiming to eat and eat until she is unable to leave her bed. Oh what? gosh, yeah, yeah. That's- Why? Why would you want to do that? I don't know. It's it's like a fetish thing. It, it, it's it's something goodness. weird. So I've sh- seen the
2: I've seen some of the like models that are considered overweight, uh-huh. um, which they're not even overweight. And are a plus size models? Yeah. First off, they're not. Re- I mean, I guess they technically are, but like they're just like normal. To yeah. Be. And and I don't and, and that's a good thing that that yeah. they're showing those yeah. instead of just a skinny. That no, and but, what that does to girls. Yeah, also. but those but this, those
1: women can
0: leave their bed.
2: Yes. Well, However, this this being that overweight is is a sin. <laughs> like. To be that unhealthy and that overweight.
0: Well, I'll tell you how big of a sin this is. Uh, oh. 27-year-old Monica. Only 27? Younger than me. Um, and me. She weighs 700 pounds oh. currently. Okay? Oh my God. She wants to reach 1,000 pounds. That's she wants her, to be a ton? That's her goal. That, she's striving <laughs> to she's weigh 1,000 pounds. Why? I don't understand that. She said it makes her feel like a queen. Because, why because she has a boyfriend again it's a fetish thing where they enjoy waiting on them hand and feet they they like feeding her why <laughs> she to <laughs> she, 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 add more to she, this she, than just one i don't understand it i get your i get your questions <laughs> i completely do i'm just telling you this is what this is what she's <laughs> doing why Shamey? because she's an adult and if that's something no, that she no. wants to do... It's just, it's, why
1: Why does that other guy... Why does a guy want to just wait on her just constantly hey, where she can't even
2: move? Hey, because he wants to feel like a gentleman at all times. And You can
1: and feel like a gentleman. You, can you don't say like that. to
2: serve your wife? Of course. You don't enjoy that? Okay, well, it's the same thing. No, well, it's not. That's taking advantage. No, it's not because she likes it. No, it she taking is taking advantage of him. He wants to do it. So every time, every time you take care of your wife, your wife's taking advantage of you. No,
1: because I because she also takes care of me. Well,
2: she's taking care of him by being overweight. I guess he <laughs> oh, likes that. Oh, uh, being a she, he probably wants it. the ton. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it.
1: Obviously, yeah. you don't. I don't get, get it. it.
0: Yeah. Well, it it is a sexual fantasy. Oh, they did. Yeah. They did. You know, touch on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have to go into that. <laughs> uh, let me see. So. Do you want to hear? So she eats. Yeah, uh, I want to hear anything you want. Oh, her, di- <laughs> her diet Eighth, yeah, yeah. eight eight thousand calories every day. What okay. I, I don't measure calories. Would you like I to hear? I don't calories. <laughs> would you like to hear on uh, what she typically eats every day? Well, yeah, like, but before yeah. you...
2: how many calories should a normal person eat?
0: I think, if I remember correctly, like come I think, on, Tom,
1: you used to be a personal trainer at Life Fitness. It depends. Like, Tom, or. It depends. Lifetime fitness?
0: Uh, It was, um, oh my God, LA, LA, LA fitness. Ballets at one time, yes. So, it depends. If you're lifting, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes they would say like 1,800 to 2,000 calories a day for like a guy who's lifting. But that's if females, you're trying to get swole. Females, I think they say like 1,400 to 1,600. And she has 8,000. 8, well, calories 8, is a form
2: of energy, right? So, 8, the more you eat and bring in, the more you have to burn did, off. Did you just so. Google that, Eric? No, no. I'm, I'm Googling <laughs> how much a uh, person, um, an average woman needs you to can eat test me. about 2,000 calories per day. 2,000. <laughs> uh, oh, and fifteen hundred calories to lose one pound of weight per week. Well, the average man is twenty five hundred calories to really? maintain two thousand to lose one. Wow, well,
0: I don't trust it. I don't <laughs> trust this source. Check it. Check it again. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, this from Tip Top News. Let me tell you about. <laughs> let me tell you about what she's right, ready in the morning. Uh huh. Six sausages in a bread bowl, bread roll. Okay. A bread roll. Like bread a roll. like a pig in a blanket. Sure. <laughs> Uh, a bowl of sugary cereal. Uh-huh. Well, that's that's yeah, normal. F- that's yeah, normal. Normal. Frosted Mini Wheats. Right, tra- no, like like a charm. Ready? Transitioning. Why is Frosted Mini Wheats <laughs> such Aaron, a wrong because thing? Because half got, of it's covered in icing. Because it's got
4: wheat
2: in the name. It's <laughs> <That is true. laughs> Probably only the marshmallows in <laughs> the like
0: a charm. All right, transitioning into lunch. Four McChicken sandwiches. A day? This is lunch. Four double cheeseburgers. Oh, lunch, large. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to figure out which is lunch, which is dinner at this point. Large French fry. Only one though. Let's stop there. We'll say that's lunch. Did you say steak? <laughs> 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 no one's
2: gonna know that. Reference. If anybody knows that reference, let let this us is, know. You know what, That's gotta be a mistake. <laughs> we got to <Did> say <laughs> steak. <laughs>
0: we'll save that for the uh, closed Facebook group. Um. All right. So she also has macaroni and cheese. Uh, 30, chi- lunch? 30 chicken nuggets. <laughs> Let, we'll say we're, she's, This is still lunch? Know, this could be dinner. Let's uh, say she's moving on to dinner. 30? Okay. <laughs> the next one says, a Taco Bell, <laughs> an entire <laughs> restaurant. One <laughs> from everything. This, I, I don't think they meant that. Uh, six scones. Thanks. Hey, for and, dinner? For dinner. That, <laughs> that needs to be breakfast. Two, this list is mixed uh, up. And two weight gain shakes and a gallon of ice cream. A A gallon? (laughs) Oh my goodness (laughs) Wow. A gallon? Man, and the best part is these two lovebirds are now planning to have a child. How? Which she plans to plans to raise entirely from her bed.
2: Well that's that's selfish. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, and and her mom agrees, said she's killing herself. She said
2: she's not gonna be able to last anyway. She's gonna be dead by thirty.
0: Quote unquote, she is willing to risk it for the biscuits. <laughs> oh, what a great that quote! Is That's an you awesome quote.
2: She I can't can do whatever she I, can't wants. That.
0: I can't blame her. Hey, uh,
2: that should be our motto. I'm willing to risk it for the biscuits.
0: <laughs> risk it for the biscuits. Oh
2: gosh, I want to write that down. I'm going to use that That's one. Great. Seriously, though, risk it for the biscuits. That that is
0: that,
1: that is so irresponsible and selfish, though, to bring a child into that. I know. Because at this rate, if something doesn't drastically change in her life, she will. Die soon.
0: Well, that's the thing. She was like, "I'm, I'm gonna depend on my boyfriend. I know he'll never leave me, but then again, like, if you do have a child and something yes. doesn't work out, and you literally, like, he's because now the child
1: didn't ask for that. She yeah. said
0: that he has to help her roll over when she's done eating because oh, of course, I mean she's, she's so close full. to a thousand pounds. You know what I mean? So there's like, you can only imagine. What about going to the bathroom?
2: He's gotta have a bedpan. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Mm. She has oh, to. That's awful. That, that's love. And like, that's I,
2: love. And we're not like I'm not trying to like make fun of a, people that are overweight because no. I'm a little overweight stuff. But this is like ridiculous. No, and it's ha- someone who's striving that to is do a, it. That's that's a, that's
0: a ridiculous goal. Then Anybody yeah. would
1: would say yeah. the same thing. This is something. There's this is something that is on a different level. Yeah. someone who who's struggling is struggling celebrating it and wanting to be as overweight as they could possibly be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's. There's nobody that I know who eats that much food in one day.
0: No. Oh. Yeah, I can uh, I can post a video of her boyfriend funneling her uh, oh. yeah, her please. her shake literally through a funnel please. down down her yeah, throat. That's oh. Great. oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Hey, go. I'm
2: willing. <laughs> she's willing to risk it for the biscuit. She's I gonna know. risk it for the biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> hey, I, I, hey, I like that tip top news. Good. All right. Well, hey, this I know this is already a longer episode. Um, time to get ready to close this out, but. Uh, we need to give two shout-outs because, as you guys know, we launched our Patreon page and some of the incentives you can get. Besides being part of the closed Facebook group, um, which, if for those that are part of it, we only have a couple people part of it now, um, you, you get to hear rejected tip-top news. So tip-top news that we decided was maybe a little too much that Tom brought to the table or just wasn't funny or whatever. Um, so, or was not a reliable source or was it or was like probably all false. Like you got it from national
1: inquiries. Yeah.
2: So
0: that's what makes it better. Yeah. So, (laughs)
2: so we post that at least once a week, we post at least once a week, something that's coming up, some guests we have coming up, um, and then just some funny stuff. So, um, uh, I'm, I'm starting to really like the Facebook group, but, um, besides that, um, if, if you pay a certain amount, then you get a shout out on a live episode. So I wanted to read just two names. Our first two patrons, um, um, both were this. Um, the first one is Tim Buckingham.
1: Tim B. <laughs> yeah, who, who we
2: all know. He was in Frank's band. He comes to my church. He comes to your church. Yeah. Um, has great hair. Great hair. <laughs> um, so give him a shout out because he's, he's awesome and we love him. I did his brother's wedding. He yeah. didn't know I was going to be there. He's <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> doing this wedding. Um, so Tim B., thank you so much for Thanks, supporting Tim. Podcast, you're not gonna say thanks, Topper. Okay, you. Don't
0: I, I, I was clapping earlier. Nope, nope. <laughs> and
2: then the second one, which we knew, would oh, be, well, our, I thought it'd be our first surprise. patron. Um, but uh, but is is Sandy Sandy balancing <laughs> our mom? <laughs> our so mom. I knew I knew she would. <laughs> thanks, um, mom. Um, thank, love you. Because she supported. Dad didn't give a dime. <laughs>
0: Rusty <laughs> but, cares. That's right. But
2: but mom, thanks so much, and she um, is going to be able to contribute to Tip Top News once a month Ooh, so, she
0: already told me she actually had one ready yeah really so, um, she's yeah. like I don't know if it's
2: dirty enough for Topper <laughs> 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 what she said. but she always she listened to every single episode yep. thanks like, mom she's, I think she's like the first we love to you yeah so thank you for, for for supporting the podcast and if you want to support the podcast you can go to our Patreon page patreon.com slash NYM Christian Podcast um, we would love for you to support us we can continue to grow um, that's all I got you guys good? I think so alright Top Can you send us out, buddy?
0: (sighs) (laughs) Let's get ready to
3: risk it for the (laughs) (laughs) biscuit!